0: get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better, and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. So I'm doing something hard every day for 365 days. Why? Because I wanna get better. The Man That Can Project Podcast, a podcast empowering career driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. What I have learned over the years is that when you can chip away at these small things that you know are beneficial for you, but you generally avoid, you might run out of time, you might not feel like doing it, it's you know, a little bit uncomfortable for you, you're holding back your own success. The other day, I was listening to a podcast with Chris Williamson, the uh, founder of Modern Wisdom Podcast, great podcast as well. But he was talking about, and there was a little clip and a snippet on how it's not hard to win today. The standards of success have never been so low. Why? Why? because he was listing off some data around more people than ever are living week to week. And I got some facts here that 60, 62% of you, uh, American adults are living paycheck to paycheck. That to me highlights that if there was to be a significant financial event pop up, that would probably ruin them, right? And we all know what it feels like to be stressed financially. You make poor decisions, you snap at your partner, and the list goes on so I can tear all, all, you know, tear down so much more than many people think. That's why it is so important to get on top of your financial education. And there's never been a better time with the resources available through YouTube, paid courses and programs, etc. The second one was there have never been so many unhealthy people in the world at the moment. And 40% of adults are obese. Right. So the Another, I think it was 35% of people are overweight, right? Overweight, you can still have um, some metabolically good health markers, but obese, you're going to be hit with a few more fucking issues. So I think the fact that we're trying to applaud people for being obese is not a good, good conversation to be having. I think we should encourage people to live healthier lives because for whatever reason... People end up in situations, and I'm not one to judge on that because I've had my own challenges much like all of us have, but what I desire for myself is to be the best version of myself and live the healthiest and longest and most enjoyable life possible, and I understand what that looks like for me, and it will be very different for you, but I feel like we should be having the conversations and bringing it to people's attention that where a lot of people are is because of the experiences and the environments and the upbringings that they've had and it may not be where they want to be but so many people have been beaten down so much they don't know any different and they've found comfort in habits that aren't necessarily leading them to be better. And I don't believe you know, people who are obese are living, having the best quality of life and really happy with what they see in the mirror and not being able to walk up the stairs and once again, I could be completely wrong. So, But that's what I believe if I was there. But I do believe we need to be compassionate and empathetic for those people and support them to get to where they want to get to. Because if 40% of American adults, and I would imagine Australia is very similar, you're probably not going to be around for the you know majority of your children's life or your grandchildren's life. You're probably not going to be able to have a lot of fun experiences with your children because you're limited by the way that you've looked after your health. And for me, that's that's sad and something that I want to champion, helping men get better as well. And it's one of the reasons why within our academy, we do so much stuff around health. We have the, the program because I believe the stronger you are physically, the more confident you are in your body, the more likely you're going to do other things that better improve your life, which will make you a better husband. It'll make you a better father. It'll make you a bloody better bloke. Okay? And so I'm not ripping on anyone. I'm just stating my thoughts and I believe that if you're in that position, that's okay. Society hasn't been set up to help you win. I I truly believe that if we were really being set up to win, we would be getting taught more about uh, eating properly and health and obesity and money and mindset and all of these things that are actually practical to us being happier, healthier, earning more money, having better relationships. We would get taught that at school, but we're not. But You're listening to this for a reason or someone may have shared this with you for a reason because they care about you and I care about you. So. The third thing that um, Chris spoke about on this podcast was one in eight US adults are medicated on antidepressants. So once again, if we were set up to win, like some people think we are, why are so many people unhappy, unhealthy, and broke? That's a question that we should be asking ourselves, and a question that if you're in that position or um, in one of those areas, what can you do to change that? I personally don't get bogged down on too much of around the why because it's too big a fucking problem for one person to have an impact on. I want to impact myself firstly and the people in my circle and I hope that you know if, if you're listening to this, you impact yourself from what you're learning and then you impact your circle. We all have these ripple effects. But if we understand that the reason why it's probably happening is we're not being educated on the things that we have. We probably don't have the best habits and things available to us. So if we go, okay, that's that. In order for me to change that, I have to accept that I'm at fault here. You may not be because of what you've been taught, but let's just assume that you are. Now you can change it. And this is where doing hard things comes in because people have become so soft and so easily offended that that's what's keeping them stuck. That's what's making them live with huge anxiety. That's what's taking away purpose and connection so a few years ago, I came across the 75 hard program. Now, I've never done the 75 hard program. The reason why is it just looks too insane for my lifestyle. I've got a business. I've got a, I mean, I'm married and I've got hobbies and stuff that I want to do. What I, The way that I've seen it run, I love the idea of it. I think it promotes great habits, but it's a lot of time. For people who don't maybe have as much purpose or things going on in their daily life it's a great way to really refocus and, and dial in on yourself but what then happens after the 75 hard when you get all this time back so for me I was like okay well I love the concept of it, or what it's trying to achieve how can I do that for myself because I was thinking about this when I was at the track before It's running around the track and, and when I run I have a lot of time to think obviously as I'm sure you would have experienced those of you who run as well and I was thinking, man, I don't appreciate how far I've come over the last 10 years. I don't appreciate what I've created for myself. The life that I now live is what I once wanted. So I've become so comfortable living the life that I wanted to live. Am I slackening off? And I know I'm not because I'm already doing this challenge, but it made me think about other people. Do people hit their financial goals, get married, have the children, do the things that we thought we would do, that we then just slack off, is that why more people are medicated than ever? Is that why divorce rates are so high? What are all these reasons that could be leading to that? And something that doesn't need to be too difficult is just doing something hard every day. So it could be just looking at it like this, doing one thing that you know will better improve your life that you would normally put off. Now it doesn't have to be hugely ridiculous, like they're running 30 marathons in 30 days, it could literally just be, hey, I'm going to do a 10-minute run today. I don't have time for it. I've just worked a 14-hour shift, but I know that I'm going to feel great for that. I need a little bit of time out. That's going to be my thing. That's my daily heart. Could be, you know, for me, it's jumping in the cold pool. It's, um, I've done a 30-minute meditation to try and quiet my mind, um, stretching. Just the things that I know that are going to better improve my life that I may not necessarily prioritize, but I'm doing that for 365 days, and I'll probably continue after that. Because what it's helping me do is shift my approach to doing the hard things. People avoid it. And there's a great book called Eat the Frog, which uh, promotes wanting to do the hardest thing first so you don't avoid it. Because in the beginning of the day, you're obviously most energized, you've got the most focus, you've got the most willpower, so get in and get it done. If you push it off to the last bit of the day, there's plenty of uh, excuses that can get in the way. Life can go pear shaped, you know, a heap of stuff happens. And more than likely, you're not going to do it. So when you become aware of the the hard thing, you start then flexing that muscle, building that muscle. So then when you might have to have a tough conversation with your partner, you might have have to have a tough conversation with an employee or an employer or whatever it may be, you're used to doing the hard thing because you've always done it. It's like, I always find time to do the things that I know will better improve my life, but maybe I want to put off. And when you do that, you're building your confidence, you're building your self-esteem and you're creating more of what you want. Why? Because you're doing the things you know you should be doing. I just like listening to this episode, you could have very well uh, put on anything else. <clears throat> but for whatever reason, you decide, hey, this dude here with the mustache uh, is talking about a topic that I like and he's you know, delivering some value, so I'm going to continue listening. What I would hope with the framework that I'm going to give you in a second is that you do something with it. Don't just keep listening to personal development. It's like mental masturbation. Do something with it. Really start changing your life, taking responsibility. And that's when you'll shift that mindset. You'll go more from that fixed mindset around, I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. The economy is this. No one likes me. Whatever it may be. It's like, okay, and? When you take a growth mindset, you start looking for conflict resolution. You start solving problems. And the biggest thing I've learned, i learned this a while ago, but it just clicked for me the other day. Whenever you solve one problem, there's another problem around the corner. And it's like levels in a video game. You might solve one problem. Once again, when I first started in business, I wanted to earn a million dollars and I wanted to create freedom, yada, 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 which you guys have heard me talk about. But well, once you start ticking off some of those problems, you can become complacent and go, I've done done what I wanted to do. But if you look around you, there's definitely always more to do. And the way I look at it and I speak with clients a lot, some who have a lot of money, it's like, okay, that's awesome. But how's your health? Or how's your relationship? Oh, you know, my health, I just not fit anymore. I get puffed running up the stairs or I don't like how I look when I get in the shower. I'm just you know, overweight and my missus doesn't want to have sex with me anymore. I'm like, okay, well, Maybe the new level for you is maintaining your business success so we maybe need to become more efficient, have a new manager or whatever it may look like and that'll then give us some time for you to focus on your health. When you get your health back, you're going to have more energy and vitality. You're going to make better decisions. Your mood's going to be better. Your business is going to grow. Your relationship's going to improve again. And so there's always new problems for us to solve and I think that's a really important part of this growth mindset is mastery never stops. It's pillar six within the... Um, Strong Men of Value Academy, Mastery. When you know what you want, you know what skills you need to d- deliver. And whenever you sorry, develop, and whenever you continue developing these things, a new thing pops up. It's why there are chapters in books, it's why there's frameworks in processes, because there's always the next thing. And when you're in control and you know what you want, you know which level's coming next, right? So I I do believe it's once again never been an easier time to win and if you're listening to this I believe you want to win you maybe just don't have the right people to teach you that and that's where I believe I add a lot of value to people's lives but you got to want to win you got to keep your spot in the team this is a very important part so if you are complacent in life and if you are where you want it to be look at it as a team right you may have your wife or in your family but you hold a position in that team it could be the breadwinner it could be um, supporting the children whatever that looks like. But week in, week out, you've got to earn your spot is the way I look at it. And I'm not trying to scare you into this saying your family's gonna leave you. But why people grow apart is because they stop doing what they need to do to show up with value. We all know this and there's no point sugarcoating this. If you don't get value from people or things, you stop paying attention to it. Same happens in your relationships. So you need to think about that. How am I going to continue earning my spot on the teams that I'm part of, whether it's family, whether it's with your mates, in your lifestyle, with yourself, with your health? Am I being the best team player? What do I need to do to keep doing that? And that's, once again, coming back to doing these hard things, it keeps you focused on that. When I run, I'm doing something good for my health, but I'm also giving myself time to think about other things. When I'm taking time to meditation, I'm slowing down, allowing my body to recover, same thing learning and sifting through all the crap going through my head. When I'm jumping in the ice bath, I'm wanting to decrease the time between when I decide to do something and actually doing it because in that space, man, that's where a lot of my overwhelm and anxiety happens. So if I can minimize that, I don't feel as anxious and overwhelmed. So it's something that you'll know you'll all benefit. I hope that's making sense for you. And if you have questions, make sure you just interact in the comments there or if you're on the podcast, do that but one cool thing that I'll I'll close this off with because I have been filming I think I'm on today's day 29 by the time this comes out I'm I'm not sure what day I'll be on but other members within our academy have been inspired by it. Mick who you guys will see me sharing a lot of his videos is doing the same thing he's owns a mining company very busy busy guy has children and a marriage but wants to start doing that daily hard for him Right Today, i oh sorry, yesterday was his day one and his first thing was just overcoming the fear of being seen and recording a video sharing what he's gonna do. That's his daily heart. And it's gonna to continue to evolve. So I want you to think, what is your daily heart? What is something that you know will benefit you that you've been putting off? And it doesn't have to be physical. It could be a conversation that you're avoiding. It could be shifting out some shit meal choices for some healthier meal choices. What is it? What is your daily heart? So, I want you to, I'd love to comment below. I'd love to have conversations with you guys, or you can reach out to me on Instagram. But my name is Lachlan Stewart. I am the founder of the Man That Can Project, and we run the Strong Man of Value Academy, which is a high performance academy for men who want to improve their life. Whether you're just starting on your journey, okay, to figuring out uh, and creating a compelling future for yourself or if you're already on the journey and you are successful in some areas but missing some key points we can help you we got you covered in the academy you just head over to the man that can and apply there we do have applications because we want to make sure that one you're onboarded properly and we're a good fit for you and we keep the caliber high so that you guys get as much value from this community as we do finally Share this to someone who you know will get value from it. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the episode as we do drop episodes every Monday and every Thursday central time. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Man That Cam Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. See you again next time.